Welcome to Chasing Nichols with your host, Alan Schoenberger. Chasing Nichols is the podcast that helps business owners focus on actions that will have the greatest impact on their business. Now, here's your host, Alan Schoenberger. Hello and welcome to Chasing Nichols. I'm your host, Alan Schoenberger. And today we'll be talking about how the culture of your company affects its overall success and value. In my first podcast, I touched on how to attract and retain highly motivated employees. And while salary and benefits are certainly a factor, the single biggest reason employees choose to leave a company has nothing to do with that. In fact, it has to do with the culture of the company. If the culture of the company is toxic, employees are simply not going to stay. Before we get into how to either create or change a a culture of the company to be a positive one, I think it's important that we define what company culture is. If you ask a lot of business owners, many of them will tell you it's the vision, mission, and values of the company. And while that is certainly part of it, the company culture is much more than that. However, if I had to put it into one sentence, I would say the culture of the company is the personality of the company. Essentially, it's the internal behavior of a company. It's also how your employees feel about the company, the way it functions. Do employees feel valued? Uh, Can they get their work done in a positive environment? Do they feel like they can give uh, critical feedback without getting any kind of repercussions from their superiors? And similarly, not only is the culture how your employees feel about the company, but externally how your customers perceive the company as well in the market. All of that goes into what company culture is. And I think it's also important to level set expectations in terms of changing uh, company culture. Culture is not necessarily something that can be changed directly through giving a speech or uh, instituting some kind of retraining program. Uh, As a matter of fact, there was an article I read not too long ago from Harvard Business Review that said culture isn't something you fix. Instead, it's the experience that you see after you've put in new processes or structures in your company. So it's something that evolves over time. And I also think it's important to know that it's not a quick fix. Culture is something that's going to take time. And some of that will be determined based on the size of your company. The smaller your company, obviously, the easier it might be to change your culture because you've only got four or five employees that you need to get on board with the culture change as opposed to a company that may have hundreds or thousands of employees. Uh, I want to give a couple of great examples of what I think are companies that have a good positive culture and do things to create that that positive environment. One of them 
is HubSpot. If you're not familiar with HubSpot, uh, they're a company that basically helps people with their marketing and social media. Uh, but HubSpot has a culture code. And I'm not going to go through all of the highlights of their cu culture code. You can find it on their website. But I do want to cover one of them that I think is really important. And in their culture code, they say, culture is to recruiting as product is to marketing. I'm going to say that a second time. Culture is to recruiting as product is to marketing. And think about it. The better your product is, the more attractive your product is in the market, the more likely your customers are going to purchase your product or service and be happy with it. Well, it's the same thing with culture. The more positive your culture is, the better your culture is, the more attractive your company will be to bringing in highly motivated employees. And of course, once they stay, be happy as well. Another example of a company that's done a really good job of creating a positive culture and making sure that they are hiring the right employees is Zappos, which is the online retailer of shoes. And one of the things that they did from the very beginning is they offered a financial incentive to some new hires after they had gone through a couple of weeks of training uh, to be in their customer service program, not to take the job. And I believe it started out at maybe $100 in the early days, and it's gone up over time. The last time I checked, I believe it was $4,000. So think about that. Offering an employee $4,000 not to take the job. And you might think that that's counterintuitive, but it really does make a lot of sense. If an employee, after going through a couple of weeks of training, is going to accept that money to not take the job, they're probably not a good fit for your corporation to begin with. And I think Zappos was smart enough to know that there's a cost to training and hiring employees, and the cost of paying someone not to take the job and at least knowing from the get-go they're not a good fit is going to cost them less in the long run than if they just hire that person and a few months down the road it turns out they're not a good fit and they have to now go rehire and retrain somebody else. So just a, a very different way to go about finding the right employees for their company and making sure that they are a good culture fit. And one more example of a company that's done a really good job in creating a positive culture is Warby Parker, which is the online retailer of prescription eyeglasses. And one thing that they do for new employees when they come in, uh, it's kind of a, a quirky idea. And you might even think it's a little corny, but what they do is they, they have these custom helium balloons uh, that features a picture of a, a steak, you know, that you would eat, uh, and a pair of glasses on it, and it says, nice to meet you, M-E-A-T. Uh, and they're affixed to new employees' desks, and the, so that basically only other existing employees can identify who are the new employees that they need to kind of go up to, introduce themselves, make them feel welcome. 
and again, this isn't something I'm saying you have to do at your company. I'm just using it as to illustrate ways that larger successful companies have done things to create a positive culture and making sure they're bringing aboard the right types of employees and making sure that they remain happy and highly motivated while they're with the company. So if you're really going to do this, you really need to be purposeful and think hard and long about what it is you want to do to create a positive and welcoming culture in your company. So what else can you do to make sure you're going to be successful in changing the culture of your company? Well, I think the first thing you need to do is define what that set of desired values and behaviors are. And it's not necessarily something you're going to do in a vacuum. You want to get all of your employees together and get their feedback as well. And of course, we talked about mission, vision, and values earlier. Certainly, you want to make sure that your culture aligns with the mission, vision, and values of the company. Uh, and then you also want to make sure you're holding people accountability for whatever that change is and whatever that culture it is you're trying to exhibit. And it's also important to know that you know you can't change culture through a mandate. You can't just demand it. Uh, and also understand that not everyone is going to be motivated in the same ways to help that culture change happen. Human beings are individuals, and different things are going to work with different employees in ways that you're going to be able to properly motivate them to help that culture change happen. And the last thing I want to share with you that I think it's important to remember is that it's going to be the responsibility of everyone in the organization to help make the culture change happen. But it's really important that the leadership of your company is, is on board right? because if the leadership's not on board, the rest of the employees are not going to follow. You know, think of that uh, parent who tells their child not to do something or exhibit some type of behavior, but then they themselves exhibit that type of behavior, right? So it's, it's a situation of, you know, do as I say, not do as I do. And you don't want that. You, you want your leaders to exhibit the type of behavior and the culture that you want for your company. And if they do, hopefully the rest of the employees will follow as well. That's going to be all for today. And I would say your next steps should be if you are trying to either change an existing culture or create one for a startup is you know, sit down and really think about what types of behavior and values you want your company to have. And if you already do have existing employees, get their input as well. You can also go to HubSpot and download their culture code template. I think that's a great example. You don't have to follow it to the law, but I think it's, it's a great starting point if you're kind of stuck and don't know where to start. And of course, you can always reach out to me. I'm always happy to help. You can find me on the Chasing Nichols podcast website at chasingnicholspodcast.com. That's all for today. Take care until next time.
The information contained in this podcast is for general information and educational purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for legal, commercial, and or financial advice from a licensed professional review. 